Hello everybody, welcome to another podcast. Yes, this is Poetry in Motion. Yes, it is a podcast about all things Liverpool Football Club. Yes, I am joined by Neil Jones from the Liverpool Echo. And yes, I am joined <laughs> by Joe Rimmer, also from the Liverpool Echo. But no, I can't get you any Peter Katie. Just that after way. Not even one. Not even one. I swear I've had more friends come out the woodwork <laughs> in the last couple of days than I've ever had in my life, I swear to you. Uh, you'll be lucky, mate. Uh, anyway, back to to the, uh, the matter at hand, Liverpool Football Club. Let's look at the three games. Let's look, first of all, at Southampton. We'll look ahead to uh, Seville and also the big litmus test, let's be honest with you, uh, is next Saturday against Chelsea. Southampton came to Anfield. They've had a decent record against us lately, of, of late, haven't they? Of course, won us in both legs of the cup last year. Um, there's always... It's, it's weird, there's sort of a bit of a mock rivalry now. I think just because we've nicked half their team and they won't allow us to have any more at the moment. Um, I think there's a bit of bitterness there. Um, anyway... Uh, sat down to watch the game, a bit, you know, a bit of trepidation because uh, games at Anfield can be stalemates, and it was, to be honest with you, for the first 20 minutes or so, until upstepped the mighty Mo, uh, Mo Salah yet again, uh, an incredible, got to be, we've, we've discussed this in, in in previous podcasts, but he's got to be the buy of, of the season, got to be. Uh, Neil, what do you think of his contribution and what do you think of the game? Oh, fantastic, um, Movember, Movember, Movember. rewriting yeah. it, isn't he? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I've got to be the buyer of the season. Um, although I know Joe, Joe's got a, 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 a sly, sly fancy for Pascal Gross of a, of a no, Brighton. No, 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 I didn't say. I just said all the work he's done for your fantasy team. He's done a lot. Ah, of work but for that's fine. Right, Mo Salah did more work for my fantasy team this weekend. Oh, than oh, any captain, other man, so. captain, of course. Yeah. But yeah, li- li- you know, you've seen all the stats over the weekend. You know, he's he's broke Liverpool's record for the fastest player in, in his first 18 games. He's he's on a list with. Some incredible names in the Premier League for his first um, his first dozen games there. I think he's, well, he's leading goal scorer. He's level with Shearer yeah, and Aguero yeah. in 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 that sense. I think he's only. I think I think the top one is um, is Les Ferdinand with a new club. First first twelve games, fourteen goals with a new club, and anything to Papa Cisse. So you can't. And he's not even a forward. He's not. He's no, not. He's not, not a centre forward. forward. He's playing. You know, off the wing, and I think he's just. He's just. A real, real good signing, and anyone who who had the doubts about him, I think they were extinguished. And the Arsenal game probably was the one mm-hmm. that extinguished them. And ever since then, it's just building and building. Now you're starting to get a bit excited about how high he could go at Liverpool and how 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 many goals he could get and whether he could actually be the man who who settles some of the big games and takes them towards some trophies. Joe, what do you think it is about him? I mean. Uh, for me, I'll get to my opinion, but let's get to yours. What do you think it is about Mo Salah when he's come to the club now that, that's 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 so different, that, that's, that, that's, that's put him on such a good good kind of yeah. threshold with the fans and stuff? Do you know what? I, pretty much, I think all of us thought, suspected he'd be a good signing, but I don't think anyone thought he yeah. would be this good. Because I, I thought he'd be the sort of player that runs in behind, catches team on, teams on the break, misses a fair few chances, but scores a fair few goals. But... He's now scoring all sorts of types of goals, you know, tap-ins, late runs, that the, the opener, that, that curler from outside the box. He scored headers, um, and he just—he's almost quietly. I didn't realise he was the Premier League's mm. leading yeah, goal scorer yeah. until Saturday night, night when yeah. I looked at it and thought he's just crept up there. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know, I, we know he's scoring a lot of goals, but he's just taking—he's—he's he's come and t- took his game to the next level at Liverpool. I think people like him as well because he, he fits. He's a quiet lad, isn't he? He's not he's not flashy on or yeah. off the pitch. He he just seems to get his head down and work hard. And I think people also like him because he's had another he's had a go at the Premier League before with Chelsea. He didn't do well, 
he got cast aside very quickly and he's never complained he just got back mm. back on the horse worked his way back and, and now he's, he looks like a really 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 classy player um, just so excited it's, it's nice isn't it when you get these sorts of players and I remember Torres good. when Torres came and you, yeah. you got so excited about watching them play and he's the same now you know every night you're thinking oh you know, if he can get another couple tonight it's, it's just great it's really really good I'll tell you what it is for me that, 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 that is really surprising is um, is his work rate yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a player who's earned every single goal and yeah. assist he yeah. scored. The second goal against Southampton sums him up, really. And it was reminiscent of how Suarez used to do it. Suarez used to always run out of position to get the yeah. ball. Yeah. And he would he would run in positions yeah. where a, a creative midfield player would love playing with him because he'd go, oh, you're going to make me look really good here now. That ball that Coutinho plays, which was a, which was a team splitting, let alone yeah. defence yeah. splitting yeah. ball. But... That was inspired by the run that he saw Salah making, and Salah came from the wing to run right across the, the face of uh, the box to get to pick up that ball. And that, I think, sums up two players. It sums up Coutinho's vision, but it also sums up the work ethic of, of Mo Salah, and I think the reason why he's been so successful is because he will chase. He's not just a winger. He doesn't bring you yeah. just that position, does he? Because, mm. interestingly, on the other side, we had, we had um, um, Mane, who is... The amount of times he brings a ball down in a position where you yeah, think, yeah, he's got yeah. nowhere to go here, and he'll just come out of it. Yeah. But I found that he was quite. I found him quite isolated on Saturday. To me, he didn't really drift in as much. Maybe, maybe that's because with them, with the two of them in the side, maybe people are letting Salah go to to, to concentrate yeah. on Manny and it's and it's affording them opportunities. Maybe that'll, that'll or, stop. Or maybe it's it's an instruction in terms of uh, you know keeping width on one side so so that the fullback can't come in and cover yeah. those yeah, those gaps between the centre backs. Yeah. And, well, know, if that sure. is, then it certainly played to the plan that way because it, as I say, Manny seemed very isolated. He had cut in at times. Um, but Salah, up until that point, I think uh, it was a very, it was a very stale match. It was one of them ones where they usually do uh, teams come to Anfield where they'll sit back and they'll wait for uh, a counter. Yeah. And uh, up till that brilliant goal by Salah. Interestingly enough, just before that, he had a, he had a chance that he scuffed badly at the back post. Mm. And the lad I go to match with, I said, I just have to say to him, beautifully, of course, commentator's comment. I said the problem with Salah is that he, he misses. So many easy chances, yeah. and then he rolls, rolls his foot <laughs> over that ball and just strokes it into the corner. <laughs> My mate just looked at me and went, Yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's the beauty of him in a sense that he will do that, but he'll keep going. Yeah. If you look yeah. at probably how many chances he, he, he creates for himself during the course of a game, it's probably another I- impressive stat as well. Um, that changed the face of the game, of course, because then they have to play a different way, and then, and then the second goal did it. I, I still think we need three goals to be assured, <laughs> yeah. but actually, though, Neil, I think it's. it's um, we're unbeaten in Anfield, and it's a pretty good. Yeah. Considering the amount of stick our defenders are getting, it's, we've got pretty good stats at the well, back now. One goal conceded in the league at Anfield this season to, to Burnley. Um, I think it's since the Tottenham game, 13 scored and one conceded, four wins. So, not too bad. Um, yeah, but you th- that's 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 the weight of, of the recent history, isn't it? That you, you're worrying at 2 0, you're still thinking, oh, they got one, we'll still throw this away somehow. But, um, yeah, dude, Southampton. They're not that good, Southampton. Like they've got they've got a collection of players who are like quite tidy and good players, but they're not. I, I'd never fear Southampton. Now, maybe you would when they had Mane and when they had you know Lallana and people like that, but not now. I just think that they're, they're a defensive team and they're, they're a resolute team, so they're, they're going to have they're going to play that type of way. And if you can get the first goal against those type mm. of teams, then you can sort of you can put the pin in their balloon really, and they 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 don't really have an answer for that. Liverpool's problem has been too often they either haven't found a way through or they've gone one nil down mm-hmm. and they've yeah. needed to. Yeah, they've needs needed two early on in the game, so it's um, it bodes well. It's it's 
I think you you said that right at the top of the show. You said the true litmus test will come. Yeah. You know, probably tonight, Sevilla, and and then most definitely on Saturday evening against Chelsea. Well, I think that'd be I, the main one. Won't yeah. It? You're talking you're talking defensively about Southampton. It was one of them weird occasions uh, on Saturday, really weird. Half, not all eyes were on Liverpool and yeah, the Liverpool yeah. fans of course plenty were on Virgil van Dijk at the back and to see it was one of the weird ones when I said to me mate I actually don't want him to have a, a really bad game <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because we're going to think well, we don't want him now uh, culpable for the second goal I would imagine but yeah. then again the speed and the vision would have taken out yeah, most yeah. defenders I think um, what was the opinion of van Dijk and do we still need him in the sides Joe? yeah I think they do I think that they, now they still, they still need somebody as well. don't they but the one thing I did notice about Van Dyke is he is a talker, isn't he? You could see him talking to yeah. his teammates the entire time. He's a leader. Liverpool need that. And he, and he was also, I noticed that whenever Liverpool had a set piece, he was the one for Southampton who went and he won a couple of, he won a crucial head at the back post, I remember, at one point. And he, and he would come and attack the ball. Mm. And that is exactly what Liverpool are crying out for. Yeah. It's almost like he is an upgrade on Lovren. You can see where Lovren yeah. wants to attack balls and, and perhaps wants to talk but goes into his shell. Whereas... Van Dijk never stopped talking and alright yeah he gets caught out for the second goal but then the way Liverpool were playing at that stage they were, they were swarming all over Southampton yeah. and anyone could get caught out I, I, the run and the vision that yeah. also the Firmino isn't it, it, it yeah. it's, it's yeah. The, the role of Firmino in that he's, he's good at that isn't he he's good at driving his, defenders I, I out thought his, I thought his winning of the second ball was fantastic oh, yeah, on Saturday was, I mean his work ethic and I think sometimes because he works like that, people are expecting a Brazilian flicks all the time. And I hear people, I hear little wafts of people going, doesn't impress me for me now because he doesn't do the skills. And you think, he's just chased yeah. three or four yeah, balls yeah. back there that were lost and pulled them back. Yeah. He's, he's almost got a British mentality yeah. in the way he plays, is not he? He's got the Brazilian yeah. touch, there's no doubt about it. He's a skillful player. But he's got that workmanlike thing of let's get that ball back. Very much like what Lallana does when he's yeah. in the side as well. He was key in all three goals, wasn't he? He wins the ball back for the first one. Yeah, yeah. Distracts Van Dijk and makes a run for, for the second one, and for the third one, it's his shot that yeah. comes out. And, and all right, yeah, he doesn't doesn't often get on the go, the score sheet maybe as often as you'd like. And yeah, I suppose he, he's not silky Brazilian in the in the Ronaldinho mode, yeah. but the way he works, Liverpool, he just knits that attack together and makes sure that, that the others can sort of get their spoils. And I think I thought he was really good on Saturday. I thought, thought he was yeah, he's, he's a top quality player. Yeah. You know, you only have to listen to Steven Gerrard who, who went and. Um, Trained with them and played with them in um, Sydney end of last season. So he couldn't believe how good he was, you know, in, in terms of his all-round game. That tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it, about, yeah. about a player like that? Yeah, and and, and well done to the, well done to a lot. Clavan came in. A lot of people expecting Joe Gomez after his his uh, man of the match winning performance for England. Expected him to come in. He didn't. Turn come in. Thought did a great job. Yeah. But again, I know it's we don't want to go down the banks at all because because it was a good win uh, and it was an important win. But the litmus test will be what comes because. As an attacking force, Southampton had nothing, so it would be easy. You could say in many ways it was good that, that Lovren come back in against his former club that loads of, that the fans yeah. didn't stick for, but he wasn't really tested. The one thing I say about Van Dijk, which impresses me, is that he defies he's, he's, he's he defies perspective. He's, he's bigger, further away than he is near. It's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get smaller. It's just he's a unit, isn't he? He's the size of a house. I can't imagine, and he's very very skillful on the floor yeah. as well. Very impressive. City have jumped into the race uh, they believe anyway that they're going to come in so it'll be interesting to see just how much damage was done the last time round and how he feels he wants to, if he wants to come to Liverpool I think he's what, going to be more than welcome his, did he get a reception at all Van Dijk did he get any any applause or when his name was read out not not, yeah. not that I heard anyway I was still tucking into a meat and potato <laughs> right fair enough I had meat and potato in both ears um, <laughs> so I didn't really know but there, there is an excitement about him I think because I think we feel that he's a he's a piece of the jigsaw that we need but um 
you know, there were moments there where he looked very assured on the ball, but he, he he's just playing for the team. Some people commented that you can see that he doesn't like his teammates. I, I, I think that that might have been a bit psychic of people because you can't yeah. really tell that. But he was very, very, he was very supportive of his, of the other of the other player alongside him as well. What's that guy yeah, played? Yeah, yeah, he, he was very uh, he was very sort of supportive. He, like you say, very command and very. You can very, see him talking. Can't you can you? see he's going to be a talk, and if he comes to, he's going to be a talk. Yeah, and that's what they they desperately need a talk at the back. So um, yeah, again, I, I thought it was difficult to judge him on that performance, isn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, you're looking at his body language, as you say, is, is he sort of? I think he looked frustrated a couple of times, yeah. and it must be running through his mind when when Liverpool are playing like that against his side. There must be something in the back yeah. of his head going, I, I could be on the opposite yeah. team. Well, I, yeah, this, this. this is why I want yeah. to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope, let's hope so because I think he's he's definitely something that would 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 only add to to an already impressive Liverpool side who seem to be picking up the pace again. Spurs, of course, defeated two 0 by Arsenal, which means that we uh, were fifth at the moment, but we're right in the hunt. Yeah, there, aren't right we? in the hunt. You know, you've got to say. Man City are flying at the moment. Yeah. It'd be very hard to see them falling apart, but you never know. But well, Greg Jacker of Arsenal says that, that they can compete with City for the title. Arsenal, so if they can, Liverpool say they can. <laughs> he must have been. He must have. He must have uh, had a drink with with Sacco. I think. <laughs> Shared some of his magic. Um, <laughs> anyway, onwards and upwards. Uh, Seville uh, is next. Uh, currently, we are appointed ahead of them in the group. Now, this is the big dilemma for Klopp, isn't it? What does he do about tonight's match? Bearing in mind that Saturday is probably for where Liverpool have sort of got back into the race and sort of got themselves back going again, is is the biggest game of the season so far, arguably better than United's because they are the defending champions, Chelsea. So what does he do? What is the dilemma that the, the club has about tonight's game, Neil? Well, I don't think there is one for him in terms of, A, I think he's got the options that he can sort of put out a good team regardless. You know, I, I think there's certain staples that will play and they'll play in every game. But I think he's got a decent revolving cast now about midfield. So if he wanted to take out Juan Alden and leave, put Milner in or Chan, or take out Henderson and put Oxley Chamberlain in. I mean, that's what we argue about a strong squad for. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you have it for. The other thing is just learn from the mistakes of others and, you know, the symmetry there. Away game in the Champions League in Spain, Chelsea on the horizon, reminds you of Rodgers and the Bernabeu, doesn't it? Yeah. Don't go and, don't go and throw one away on the basis of... of a game coming up because Liverpool could play well Saturday full strength and still get beat or still yeah, draw with yeah. Chelsea you know it doesn't the extra sort of days rest Tuesday, Saturday as well 5.30 kick-off you've still got time to recover yeah. I, I just think Liverpool just go and try and get this group wrapped up which they're more than capable of doing they're more than capable of winning in Seville with any not with any team but with with a, a good mix of the best and then you've got three training days to go at Chelsea and I think Liverpool would be pretty uh, pretty happy with that Chelsea play tomorrow don't they um, yeah, yeah so a few I think they've got someone quite Carabag Carabag yeah so yeah. not not the, the biggest test Carabag but, yes. <laughs> but um, an extra day obviously yeah. and, and a bit of travel is that well. in Carabag yeah? it's away yeah. isn't it yeah so it's, it's, it's travel as well it's a club for life isn't it <laughs> 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 it certainly is it certainly is. So you don't need piece of cake tickets. No, no. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Uh, Joe, so, uh, I mean, arguably, you know, we were unlucky not to put them away at Anfield and have this already in the bag, weren't we? So you'd like to think now with confidence and stuff that, because we, we missed the pen, didn't we? Uh, for yeah, me, for me, I missed the pen. Uh, should have been 3-1 up, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. So you'd like to think that, uh, that that we can put this to bed. It's important that we do, isn't it? Because it means the first, the difference between winning the group and second is, is 
oh, arguably you've got to beat them all anyway, but you want to yeah. get first in a group, don't you? No, I, I think this is massively crucial because we did. We we're having a look at who Liverpool can get because there's so many English clubs in it. Yeah, yeah, and they're all on course to win the yeah, groups, aren't they? It basically means that Liverpool, if they finish second, will end up getting a big gun. Um, I think yeah. with the exception of one group. Yeah, they have what a yeah, group, isn't yeah, it? And, yeah. Um, yeah, Besiktas, Porto, Leipzig would be one yeah. of them, wouldn't it? But they've got a very big chance of getting a big gun if they finish second. So I, I think this is crucial tonight. And with Neil, I think you can't you can't afford to think too much about Saturday. The only one player I'd have, I'd have a think about would be Mane mm. with recent injuries. But yeah. Yeah. to be honest, he might be... You might be further on than we think in terms of fitness. Yeah. Well, you, you, might, you might be saying recent yeah. injuries yeah. with uh, with with inverted commas, yeah. given it might might well have been a diplomatic injury that yeah. one. Yeah. But as you say, you can make changes in that midfield, can't you? You can you can perhaps yeah. bring Oxlade Chamberlain on the other well, end without really changing too yeah. much in the way. That the well, team me and Neil were talking just just before we came in, and we were talking about what, what potential team, and I said, oh, you know, he said he might leave Mane out. I said, yeah, he could play. And just listen to three or four, and then he said, oh, or Oxlade Chamberlain. I didn't, yeah. you know, like I just had. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean. Yeah, odd players, Solanke, you know, yeah, Solanke yeah. could play in, easily in, in a game or Sturridge. You can move Coutinho to left. Yeah, Lallana's back now, come back in. in. Yeah, could see Lallana certainly in the squad and, yeah. and training with the team as well, so it's getting it's getting better and better. And I suppose when the arguments for and against Oxlade-Chamberlain sound are that, you know, all right, 40 million quid, but you suddenly go, actually, there's another yeah. bench yeah. warmer who's got skill, who's got, who's got yeah. you know, who can come on and really do it. Um, you mentioned Sturridge there, of course it's coming out in the papers now that there's a possibility that Sturridge yeah. is going to go. Oh, he wants to go, he wants to try and get first team football, um, to try and get back in the England setup. I think he probably just wants first team football more than anything as well. Yeah. Do you think it was right to get him dropped after he'd scored? Um, I was surprised he didn't get, I was surprised he didn't start at West Ham actually, and I was certainly surprised he didn't even get off the bench. He scored, he scored back to back games and before mm. that Maribor and Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 if Daniel Sturridge does want to leave Liverpool, I, I completely understand why, and I completely agree with him in yeah. the in the sense that he's 28, 29. He can't be sitting on the bench, can he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's lost enough of his career through no you know no fault of his own. Now it's sort of it's it's time for him to be selfish and, and say, well, no, if I can't play here, I want to go and play somewhere else. You know, I'd be sad to see him go because I think he's an excellent sub and I think an excellent player, and I'm. It saddens me that he never got to the heights that he, he threatened to get to in his first 18 months at the club. But I think if, if he does go, I think Liverpool would probably need to sign someone just just yeah. to get another striker in because they've let Rigi go. Solanke's there as a young lad. Ings is there. I know Ings has travelled out to Spain with the squad, which I was a little bit surprised at. I thought maybe a bit more had been made of it. I think that's the first time he's been in the Champions League. But I think they are, it's, they're training tomorrow, aren't they? So Klopp said that we took a bigger squad so that more people could train. Because they're oh, training in the morning. He, he doesn't like the idea of losing yeah. training yeah. days, does he? He talks yeah. about getting out right? oh, There you go, sorry. Yeah. So I, so I don't know, know. When he said that, I thought yeah. well, maybe that's why Ings... But uh, he's got to be getting closer to the first yeah. team as well, Ings, hasn't he, in terms of scoring four the other week and you know impressing everyone. But I still think Liverpool need a gun striker option do you, you think know. do you think Joe that uh, the Klopp thinks that though because he's never really he's never really come out and nailed his colours to the master about a striker has he? he's never no. really gone well we need a striker do you think he feels that I think he's an advocate of, of he'd rather have five people scoring four goals than one scoring 20 De- definitely yeah I think I think the way he looks at it is Liverpool are a better team when Firmino's in it and if you take if you take Firmino out put storage in it and that's why I do feel sorry for storage because he, he plays fairly well scored a couple of goals but Liverpool are just a better team. Yeah. He's not in it, and, and and I think Klopp is probably wary of, of trying to buy a forward because who do you get? That do you think also as well? Liverpool don't them two wide players 
they're not necessarily providers, are they, no, Mane no. and Salah? They're, they're the finishers, yeah, aren't the they? Coutinho's yeah. a provider, yeah, but like, yeah. so, so Sturridge wouldn't necessarily just be like being there, getting yeah, yeah. chances laid on a plate for them because they'd be finishing them them yeah, chances. Exactly. Or, he has to drop in and do the work. It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's going to be tricky enough working out how he fits Lallana back into the side, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit yeah. of a, well, it's a nice headache, as they say, but it's still <laughs> a headache because yeah. there seems to be a balance about the front four, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, no, there does at the moment, but then at the same time, you know, it's just, it's just good, isn't it? It's it's the sort of thing that remember United had them four strikers, didn't they? Had Ronaldo, yeah. Rooney, Tevez, and Berbatov in the yeah. same squad. And yeah. City now have got them yeah. players. And it's almost like it just takes the pressure off every game, yeah. and that you, you think well, well, one I, of them will do it, yeah. and also, you know, and also as well from, from from the from the squad and the fans' perspective. If you're a world class striker and you're sitting amongst another three world class yeah. strikers, yeah. then you still your edge is still yeah. on all the time. You think, you think now? I mean, why do players go to? I always think that when if you were a young forward who wasn't top top level. Why would you go? Why would you have gone to Real Madrid or Barcelona early in your career? Because you'd go, well, Suarez, Messi, Neymar, we're, both, we're all there, and then I'm going to go, and then I'll just wait until one of them gets it. But I think you go because you think, God, imagine just being with yeah. in that little group of players and playing with them. And think Liverpool—they're not on the same level, nowhere near yet. But I can imagine young players around Europe looking and going, "Whoa, like Coutinho, Mane, Salah, Firmino." You know, yeah. I'll have a bit of that. Bit of that yeah, yeah, let yeah. me let me let me get among them. I can imagine players, you know, as sad as it sounds, I can imagine young young players who play FIFA thinking, oh, Liverpool will be a good team to play as on on this this one, and you know, sort yeah, of getting yeah. enjoying that sort of that excitement about Liverpool's attack, and that can only be a good thing. I think. Yeah, Storage will be happy as long as Liverpool are winning, playing well, and yeah. he's he's involved in some way. I think he understands. I think he yeah, understands, and I think that that's where it comes from in that. He's under. Um, he's, oh, he's he's misrepresented sometimes. I think yeah. people think he doesn't care, or, yeah. or that he's a bit flash, or whatever. He's not. He, he just he just wants to play. And yeah. and unfortunately, I think the longer it goes on, I, I thought he'd leave in the summer. And the longer yeah. it goes on, I think it's just it's just right. And it, it's sad in that. I don't wish him any He's one of them. It's, it's like one of them. I mean, a lot of players come and go, but he's like one of them ones. It's like the old ex-girlfriend scenario. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You don't really want to see him coming with another club. It's like it's like an ex-bird coming turning yeah. into the club with someone else. You go, yeah. I don't really like seeing that. You yeah. wouldn't really want Sturridge in another. And no. the irony of it, what you just touched on upon there, is the great irony of his misrepresentation is what you just said there. He just wants to play. Of course, the big representation, misrepresentation of, of Daniel Sturridge was that he couldn't be bothered playing, wasn't it? Yeah. For, for much of his career. But then when you read between the lines now and you realise when the dust settles and you think, actually, he just he's a horrendous injury sufferer. So there must be a part of him that is, it has a lot of loyalty to Liverpool. Because mm. I think any player who, who's injured a lot, who is on a wage of a club, who are, who are just trying to get you better, there must be, a, there must be some yeah. sort of loyalty there for yeah. him as well. So now it's like the misrepresentation of, you know... Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think also he's, he's not got a club, as he? Sturridge in terms of, you know, he came through at City... And he, he left them quite early. Then he, he was at Chelsea and he didn't sort of get in the team there. And Liverpool's the only club where he's played. You know, he had a blown spell at Bolton where he'd yeah. done well. But Liverpool's the only club where he's he's played. He's played and been and, a number and one striker, he, hasn't And he? he's been sort yeah. of people have wanted them to yeah. play, people yeah. have been you know, wishing them good and I, I I wouldn't I don't think any Liverpool fan could begrudge him if he if he come out and said, Look, I need to play. Yeah, I want to go in January or, or the end of the season. I mean, I think, think they just hoped that it would be abroad or or again, sort of yeah. a, a 
a drop down if you like to yeah. a, a West Ham Newcastle yeah. somewhere somewhere but like I think that. I think he's potentially <clears throat> in a side built around what he does which isn't really pace driven is it let's no. be honest with you in a side that if someone takes him and goes you know what we'll have him because we'll feed him the ball he could still he's still got a, he's still got a lot to prove and he's still got a lot to say in, in football hasn't he? definitely when you when you say that you don't want to see him at another club that's because I think we all know that you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised to see him go to I don't know at West Ham and, and, yeah. and score 15 goals and then you go and why did they sell him yeah, yeah. Um, but you know I think he's been credit this year you know he, he's not got in the team much he's scored a couple of goals and he has been in he's, he seems yeah. to have trained well kept his head down yeah. he's been fit and he's not complained And but if he does want to leave I think that's where Liverpool need to be selfish and say unfortunately no yeah. we, we need you and, and for one to say I'm sorry but because I think they they almost let Origi go too easy in the summer. Mm-hmm. It, they, they just say sorry. They did turn down a PSG uh, loan spell, didn't he, for 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 storage? Well, it was it was rumored. Yeah, I think rumored. it was dismissed. Yeah. Sort of, it's just not happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you've got a some like say United have those four strikers. I mention him almost every time we talk about things like this. But Robbie Keane always annoyed me that he left Liverpool because Liverpool almost did him a favour and said, "Go on, it hasn't yeah, really yeah. worked out for you. Go back to Tottenham," and and he could have scored the goals that. Yeah. that won them the title in tight games and I, and I always think you, you keep stories now and say alright the end, the end of the season, end of season we'll reassess yeah. it when we can maybe buy another player but for now you're you're a very important member of this squad and yeah. we'll get the odd game time and score some goals for us yeah, well to be fair Daniel Sturridge we talk don't we about oh, he's, not, he's not in the side if, if Firmino does something bad this is the problem you know, if he, if he well, does his hamstring for three months then Sturridge is bad and more importantly he? Mane who seems susceptible every yeah, now and again yeah, to yeah. an injury Salah runs as yeah. Yeah. Looks like he could be a bit of a Milner. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Kex are off again. Yeah. Second, <laughs> second podcast in a row, isn't it? Kex. So, so yeah, why not have someone like Danny Sturridge sitting on a bench yeah. to come on? He's a worldie, isn't he? You know, when he, when he that's, that's one of the beauties of Firmino, and that's why Sturridge has been a little bit unfortunate yeah. in the sense that he's behind somebody who doesn't get injured. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think the last game Firmino missed through injury, I think, was West Ham. When Sturridge started with Origi and, and, and scored, I think Firmino was um, was out of that one. But he doesn't he doesn't pick up injury, so it's not like he's he's getting in the odd game starting anyway. He started at Newcastle, didn't he? Um, was it start of October? Was it? Yeah, yeah. And he missed that chance. And you just think probably would have played four or five games in a row there if yeah. he scores that. You know, if he just if he wins that game on starting, but yeah. that's the way it's been fun. It's just been. Not quite. Now, I looked at some stats the other day. I think he only he only got his hundredth goal recently. Then he started. He only scored in a Premier League season. He's only reached double figures twice yeah, it's in his career, which is just you know for someone you talk about his goal record. And that's it. It's his it's his record and his ratio. It's good, but the volume isn't there, no, is it? Yeah. It's, it's it's just a lot of that down to probably the the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. injuries in it. You know, yeah. one game in, one game in, ten games yeah, off yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just let, something to pick up on. I, I, I noticed obviously Emre uh, Chan come on. So Emre Chan is playing more of a substitute role these days. Do you think that's indicative of the contract talks that are going on? Do you think we're going to have to um, con- you know, be aware of the fact that he's probably going to be on his way? Because I still think that that, that that lad is grown and going to go into a world-class footballer. But do you think he's part of Liverpool's, with with, with Keita coming? Uh, give it to Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. Just pull the pin out of that, man. Yeah, that's yeah. you. It's, it's hard to say, isn't it, whether that's why he's not playing. But um, personally, I don't think you should cut your nose off to spite your face. If he's playing well, then he's he's in the team. And I, I agree. I think I think he's he's developed well. I think he will go on to be a very good player. Um, I don't think that'll be at Liverpool now. I just can't see if this hasn't been sorted by now. I can't see yeah. it happening. Um, and I think Liverpool are sort of 
getting themselves ready for the fact that he's going to leave. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the reason why he's not playing because I don't think Klopp would, would be that sort of I think manager. He has difficulty fitting in. Yeah, all yeah. his midfielders, doesn't yeah. he? And I think he, I think he, like, Henderson's the captain. I mean, Wijnaldum plays himself in all the time, doesn't he? His work rate, Wijnaldum's work rate means he's hard to, he's hard to ignore. He knits yeah. it together well. He knows yeah. there now. Lamana's yeah. coming back. I think I think basically what we're seeing now is the emergence of Henderson or Chan. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? And I think there'll be horses for courses games where they'll play Chan, where they need a bit more physicality and, and robustness, and then they'll play Henderson when they need someone to see a lot of the ball and move inside. You know, Side to side, I say that as if that's a bad thing, but that's, that's what he does. He, yeah. he, he gets the ball. I think he's got a bit of a, keeps it flowing. a better yeah. switch of the yeah. play, and he's got a bit more sort of um, range in his passing. Where Chan likes to carry the ball a yeah. bit more, doesn't yeah. he? And, and maybe Chan has more of a goal threat now. And I think he's definitely more of a goal threat. He wants to get forward yeah. more, doesn't yeah. he? And, he needs and, to. We need, we need yeah. it to. I think because yeah, I think he was that. becoming a little bit of a. Uh, just a little moments player, Chan. He just sort of he 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 nutmeg someone or or he play a fifty yard pass and then he give the next one away. Needs to be. I'm I'm not convinced he'll be a world class player personally. Never have been. Uh, I think he's too too many weaknesses in his game. I think they could. I, I know what you but mean. I know what you I, mean. Cause I have to say, I actually think he's played quite well this season. Yeah, I know what you mean, and I think that I think that it, there are. For every good one, he does a bad one. For every great pass, he does a really poor two-foot pass that doesn't get them. But I just feel there are things that are going to come out of him. I think he's really... We forget how young he is. He's very, very strong when he runs forward with the ball. He's got he's got different kind of goals in him as well. Um, I, I think I think he'd be one to keep. He's got but the I don't, belief that he'll be a world-class player. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got, got, he's got that yeah. mindset. He's definitely got that mindset, which is half of it, I think. Yeah. I, think that, I think you're right, though, Joe. I don't think we are. And, I think if it's, and if it's over... Not having sell-ons, uh, not having their uh, buyout clauses in contracts. Well, what? I mean, if a player comes to a club and says, "Well, first of all, I want to make sure that someone can buy me," you know, it's not the best thing to come. No, it's not I, the best I, I like what Liverpool are doing. I think yeah, I do. You set the president, don't you? And if you you give him a buyout clause and say, let's say he asks for thirty-five million, well, then Coutinho straight on here, isn't he saying? Yeah. I want one. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then I think he learned my ass and then sell my ass and then. And I then, think they learned the lesson yeah. when 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 Arsene Wenger put a pound on on Suarez's yeah. Yeah. leaving yeah. feet, you yeah. know, and, and I just think, hang on a minute, that's taking the mick. I mean, let's not forget if it was down to um, if it was down to those kind of clauses, Coutinho would be at Barcelona right now because yeah, they were yeah, going to yeah. match anything. Yeah. It's the reason we've got Kate in the end, isn't it? Cause yeah, we, we were but the reason he got Chan was was by Leverkusen, wasn't it? Yeah. So interesting to see how that one goes. I tell you one thing, just as a little thing before we get on to Chelsea, that that it irks me a little bit watching Liverpool, is that whenever they get they're too quick to put free kicks down and just kick the ball off instead of putting the ball down and moving people into the box. Is that? Why do you think they do that? Do you think that's because we, we are more confident playing the ball on the deck than we are floating into the box? Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, probably look at who they're sending up and, and think, well, is Clavan going to score? Probably not. Lovren doesn't get many for for, for an aggressive attacking centre-back. He doesn't really... You know, I, I, how many has he got, Lovren? Three, maybe, for Liverpool? Well, would you argue that's because they're not floating? Maybe. Because the chicken leg, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then, I suppose, what? who do you want on, on the ball? You want Coutinho on the ball. You want Mane on the ball. So... Don't sling it into the penalty area for them. You want you want to get it there, but maybe it's just a, maybe it's 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 part of the idea of set the tempo and just sort of you know don't give keep going don't give them a bit of rest. Yeah, yeah, they'll tire eventually because of this. And Barcelona used to do it all the time. Like, well, they'll never put a corner in the box. Did he play it short? And it's just maybe the mental fatigue almost of like yeah, yeah. Some, time to some teams yeah. maybe would go. You, you can see the free kick on the halfway line. You think right, okay, right. You go there, you go there, and then all of a sudden you're looking and you've got to run yeah, 15 yeah, yards yeah. to your fullback or whatever, and, 
maybe that's part of it. But yeah. Mix it up though, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe well, uh, let the fans relax a little bit yeah, as well, yeah, and get the, uh, you know, the, the Icelandic crap going. I've got a fight to finish, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on then to what will be, I think, the biggest test this season so far. Uh, considering that Liverpool have, you know, four games back to back. Is it four or three? Four undefeated and four, four, yeah. Four, four, yeah. Four, yeah, sorry, four yeah. wins. Uh, so now we've got the champions coming. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd scream draw written all over this, wouldn't you? But it's going to test every every aspect of the Liverpool team now, isn't it? The back four, more importantly. Now, where do you stand on the Gomez situation as a centre back? Because clearly Klopp doesn't really fancy him there. He yeah. doesn't really want to play him in Trent, does he? No, I think that I, I don't think it's he doesn't fancy Gomez there. I think it's that. I think he doesn't want the right side of his defence to be those two because it's callow and it's. Especially against a team like Chelsea, where yeah. they've got a Hazard, who's going to obviously the play on there. They've got Fabregas who'll find any gap that you leave. So I think, I think he sort of Gomez as centre back can wait until Klein's back. I think, and he has to. I think he was left out. I was surprised he did. He was because I thought I thought he placed that in Trent to play Tuesday. But then you remember that Gomez had he's had eighteen months of being out injured, and yeah. Saturday, Tuesday, or he played. Friday, Tuesday, and then it would have been Saturday, yeah. Yeah, potentially Tuesday. Or Sunday, and he could have, you don't know, it's he just, could have pulled it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, might have had know. a little niggle, might Yeah, miss. and he, he maybe, he's come back from England just absolutely exhausted, shattered by the whole emotion of it yeah. all. And he might have had a bad back because he was carrying Neymar on his ass. Possibly, <laughs> <laughs> you back, possibly yeah, yeah, absolutely. Phones, keys, wallet, Neymar. Yeah, Neymar. <laughs> there it is. But, um, I, I, yeah, you've just got, you've got to, people want to see. No point resting players and leaving players, but sometimes you've got to, you've got to, you've got to take care. I remember Craig Bellamy when he used to play, and he couldn't, he just literally physically couldn't play yeah, two yeah, games yeah, in a week, so yeah. he'd be left out even after he played well. And people are like, oh, why is Craig Bellamy yeah. not on the team? But he, he, yeah. he had to be. Um, I just think, I think then those two at right back, it's not bad, <laughs> not not a bad two for to have at right back, is it? You know, not many clubs have got two well matched right yeah, backs yeah, like that yeah. difference as well. Yeah. So I just think we can. We can forget about him at centre half until Klein's back because I just don't think he'll play the two of them. Yeah. What about uh, the um... slowly hiding his phone? Yeah. Yeah. His phone's just gone off again. You'll be tickets that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what about the incredible surge uh, of uh, and rise of, of uh, Alberto Moreno? Uh, it was a lovely thing in the in, in the echoes that I read there. That um, which is really funny. Which is um, Klopp's come out and said, "Yeah, I can't believe it." I can't believe the turnaround. I'm just thinking, you should be the one saying, "See, I told you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I was, I'm as surprised as the yeah, fans yeah, because yeah. It, it makes it, it makes him quite funny. But basically, I think what he's talking about is the fact that all last season he never complained. Yeah. He came into the office and was saying, "How can I improve?" And we all, we've all wondered, haven't we, how Moreno found himself back in the pecking yeah. order? Maybe that's because Klopp puts a lot on the mentality of the player as well. And if he's come in and he said, "Boss, I just want to do a job for Liverpool," blah blah, blah and he's gone, "All right, look." Now, again, the test is going to be, but he's been playing very, very well. There's no doubt about it. He has been playing a yeah. more solid game. He's been excellent. Uh, to be honest, I did say before... Is that down to... Can I just, without thinking, yeah. What do you think that's down to then, Joe? Add that on to... I think, I think it's A, down to his mentality and, and the fact that he's worked hard and he's got back in. Um, I think he's, he's, he's got a bit of a flow now, a bit of consistency. Klopp's not... I think he brought Robertson in early in the season, but less and less so now. So... Yeah. Moreno's got found his form and he's consistent. Robertson. Yeah, Robertson's just. I think can't he stays at home, doesn't he? Yeah. Playing FIFA 18. <laughs> Dreaming of what might be. And I think. I wonder whether Klopp's just tweaked his fullbacks a little bit in terms of maybe asking them to do a little bit less. I thought on Saturday, 
perhaps he asked his fullbacks to push forward just a little bit less mm. than usual, um, and and that could help him. Um, but yeah, I mean that 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 piece Jurgen Klopp saying that he's never seen anything like it, and that Moreno was constantly knocking on his door asking how can I improve, but not complaining, and um, it showed great maturity because sometimes I think we we sort of almost make the mistake of thinking he's a bit immature Moreno because of his style of playing because when we've seen him make mistakes because he almost forgets his defensive responsibilities but clearly on the training pitch he's a mature lad yeah. he gets his head down he works hard he doesn't complain and who wants to improve as a footballer and and all power to him he has done it this year he's, he's proven all of us wrong I don't think there was too yeah. many people that gave him a chance um, I still would like to see him do it for longer I don't think we should get too carried away No, well it's against the big yeah. sides isn't yeah it? exactly and, and Games like tonight, games like like Chelsea on Saturday, they're the tests for him, yeah. aren't they? Um, so I'd like to see him do it. I'd like I'd like us to get to March and say, you know what, he's still playing well, he's still in the team, and he's still consistent. He can make the odd mistake because all all of them are going to do it, but he's got to stay. Consistent. Well, that's the other thing is I I would like I wouldn't like to see him make it, but I'd like to see what happened if he made the mistake yeah. and where, whether he could go. I've only made one this season. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good again in the next game. Or would it, would it just go? Oh, remind me of the bad old days. And, and it's know, whether or not as well. Opposing teams back. are still, are still pinpointing him as the way to go. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think teams do. Teams go in the air against them all the time, don't they? Yeah. I've seen an Anfield. They always ping a diagonal yeah. out to him, and he's been doing really well against mm-hmm. it. It's not, you know, he, he's blocked me on Twitter, Alberto Moreno. Has so he? he's obviously not been happy about some of the things I've yeah, said about yeah, him in the past. Yeah. Which, fair enough, fair enough to him, but. I can only say good things about him this well, season. Well, the, the, I mean, excellent. The, the thing is, you do, I, ideally, you don't say bad things against someone unless there's, there's reason to say it, and and it's yeah. constructive criticism or it's just we've all felt that it's a bit you know you've got to have a harder skin. I think I mean, yeah. if he's the fact of the matter is, if he start if he's if he continues to do the way he is, we'll all be behind him because ultimately we want good players uh, but, in the side. What I think as well, and Andy Kelly talks about this a few times is. I think what's what's helped him this season is last season. I think he saw the end of his Liverpool career, so I think he he saw what the future would hold, and maybe he's looked at the teams who come in in the summer and thought, well, Southampton, I think were linked. I think there was Napoli were linked. Obviously, there would have been some teams in Spain maybe looking at him. He's thought, do I want to go there? Do I want to go and play there? I'm at Liverpool. I can, you know. Is that a, is yeah, that, is yeah. That a, is that so a national recall when you when you're shown yeah. sort of. You know, you fight. Oh, it means your final warning, if you like. It's like, well, right, I better get my act together, yeah. right? So I've got to play like this. And it was there. It was that Bayern Munich game, wasn't it? it was a big yeah. sort of turning point for him, where he, he, everyone went, that's what he's like when he's when he's yeah. on it. That's what he can be. And he hasn't necessarily been like that because he hasn't been as attacking. But he's just been, he's just been fine. And that, yeah. that's what you need from your fullbacks. I, I, I still think there's a, there's too much put on the emphasis that you need to be like a spectacular Roberto Carlos. You know, assisting a goal every week and, yeah. and firing in thirty-yard free kicks and whatever. You just need to be dependable, and you just need to be. I think he's very there skillful for the, on the floor. Yeah. To be fair, he's, yeah. got a very, he's very accurate with, it, with his passing. Yeah, he's, he's got a good touch to Great him, first he? touch. Yeah. He, he very rarely sort of um, overruns the ball or, or anything like that. He doesn't really get caught in possession. Yeah. He gets caught out of possession, yeah. and you know, yeah. he gets caught in, in, in out of position. Yeah, I, I think he also looks a bit stronger. I, I, I know we've yeah. always thought physically he's, he's very good. He's very quick. But he looks stronger, as in like he's been going to the gym and, and improved himself in terms of he knows that they physically target him sometimes, yeah. and he stands up to it a bit yeah. better now. And he also doesn't make. There was times when I, I think he'd almost rely on his pace to go. You know what? I can get back in and make a sliding tackle. Yeah. yeah. And and also when it was that position, and he would be the wrong yeah. side when he yeah. would always oh, allow. Side, yeah. Yeah. Really interesting point made. This uh, developed into a good debate. This <laughs> really <laughs> interesting point in um, in Raphael Honigstein's book about about Liverpool, and he said. When they first um, 
when he first got to Anfield, they started putting this pressing thing into motion. And he said the first time he'd done it, he said they just ran everywhere and he, he, he barreled into people and he fouled. And he said they absolutely they were going mental, the, uh, the coaching staff saying you never foul with the press, that, that defeats the object of the press. Yeah. And I think that's something that Moreno's had to learn. He's don't, don't I, I clock yeah. on, yeah. mad at him yeah. for diving in. Don't stay on your feet, stay on your feet, you know, and telling him. And he's doing that a bit more. He still has that little odd one where he, got, he tackles with the outside yeah, of his yeah, left foot yeah, on the wrong yeah. side, and it, it looks awkward. It's and it clumsy, looks ugly. and, it, and yeah. half a jump in there. Yeah. So much better at it than you know than than giving away free kicks. And I think that's you've got to be smarter to play in. Well, it's positional, isn't team. it? You don't. You should never have. The, they should never be goal sides. And if you're trying to slide in the wrong foot round the other side, yeah. it's because you're standing on the wrong yeah. side of that player. Yeah. And maybe it's that the little fundamental things that he's getting taught yeah. now. But he's doing great. Perhaps, perhaps doing as well. Great. Give him some credit. He was only young, wasn't he? He came yeah. to Liverpool at 22. Yeah. He's what's he's 25 now. 25. So he's moving towards his prime. Maybe maybe he was just a young lad who, who made mistakes, and we, we almost didn't score the screaming goal against Tottenham, yeah, which yeah. which was the forerunner for what happened next year. Because he takes the ball off Townsend, screams down 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 the uh, down the pitch, and smashes a, a left foot yeah, shot yeah, in, yeah. and everyone thought that's what we're getting. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that can be difficult to try and go. Well, actually, yeah. you know, I'm a defender. Hope you know. Listen, hopefully tonight. It'll be a bit of a special night for him. He's going back to his, his yeah. club. He's he's obviously got a big attachment to Sevilla, but he's also got a big um, big black mark in his career with Sevilla. So hopefully tonight he can he can sort of continue his form and also get get that off his back that that idea that he you know he cost Liverpool in the in the final, which he. he he, he was part of the he team that cost he didn't, he didn't cost Liverpool he was culpable for their goal in Anfield as well one of their goals in Anfield this year that, as well that, that's all he's done yeah so he has got a big he has got a big uh, a, a lot of making up to do certainly tonight as well on Saturday Saturday back four then do you think is going to be uh, the standard is it uh, Gomez uh, Lovren what's the massive news is he injured or is he uh, yeah he's got a thigh injury he's out, out of the squad so it's yeah, going to be Clav. So it's not a serious one. Could be back for Saturday. Yeah. So it's going to be Lovren and, and Lovren and Clavan again, isn't it? Um, well, potentially, unless if Matip, he hasn't travelled, as he so he won't train Wednesday. So you'll have Thursday, yeah. Friday, and that might be enough to get yeah. him back in if he's ready. But then they've been keeping clean sheets and playing quite well yeah. with Clavan in the side. Yeah. They? But then would it be Lovren who misses out? Yeah. But the yeah. thing, the other thing is, um, I think it'll be a really good game in the sense that I genuinely think Liverpool. Would fancy against Chelsea, yeah. and uh, I think. And do you think do you think Conte's think less less likely to park a bus than Marino used to be, or do you well, think he? Or do you think he, so do you think he's going to want to go out and have a little go? Well, no, he, I think he'll rely on three, two or three players, won't he? He'll rely on Morata, Morata, Fabregas, Alon, um, well, Alonso actually would be one, wouldn't he? Yeah, 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 quite, a, yeah, quite an yeah. attack line to play, and Hazard, just yeah. four maybe. But I just look at that back three, and I think. It doesn't look the same as last season's one where you thought. And if you're going to test the back three, you're going to test it with Salah. Yeah, you're going to test it with them, them two, and Firmino and Coutinho. <laughs> and I just think, I think it could be just a really good, a really good atmosphere and a really good yeah, game to yeah. get stuck in. You know, th- this is one that like, I, I was just thinking back to it the other year, as the we talk about Liverpool and Manchester United and these classic games, but Liverpool Chelsea was like every year was like a massive game. Yeah. Every yeah. single and season. And it's played season, better. It? It's yeah. played better. It was like you know, do you think of the. The last game of the season when Julio was there and it yeah. was that, that was a shootout for the Champions League. Then he had the League Cup final, he had the Champions League semi-final yeah. three three years in a row. Yeah, Champions yeah, League yeah, semi-final, yeah, yeah. FA Cup semi-final. They had the game where Gerard and, and Denver Bar. Yeah. They had the game where um, 
Chelsea needed to win to, to win the league where Drogba scored where yeah. Gerard got the back pass so just every time they had charity shields yeah. 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 FA Cup final I hadn't even thought of that yeah. we've had didn't, didn't uh, Lampard break um, Alonso's leg yeah that was New Year's we've, Day we've, yeah. had, all, we've had all that in the mix haven't just, we that's crazy. turned into a real rivalry, hasn't it? That Look crazy one we had, which was down at Stamford Bridge, when, when it was like 4-4. Four, 4-4, four, 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 yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was quarter-final, wasn't it, of the Champions yeah. League? And we just that did quite two enough. 7-5 on aggregate. Yeah. yeah, it was just an extraordinary. So they are the games, are they? I was at last... I was at last, uh, obviously last season's uh, it was one-one draw. Wasn't it? Last yeah. season, that ridiculous Missed the penalty with Diego Costa, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that ridiculous free kick that Judah uh, yeah. Philip put in. So it is going to be. I think it is going to be, a, you know, a, an interesting game. Yeah. Just before we go, because we are up for time now. Just before we go, where do you see Lallana fitting back into this team? Because <laughs> I know he's a fan of his, and I know he, Lallana leads the press, doesn't he? Yeah. He leads that press. He, 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 we tend to get a lot of the press and going when he's in the side. I like him in the side. Where the bleed now do we put him in? <laughs> I, I think when he's back fit and, and and as long as he comes back to his to his best, I think he'll play in big games. I think Lallana will. He's someone that Klopp likes, as you say. He leads the press. He's, he's a key part of that midfield. I think he will play in big games. But I just think the beauty of it now is that they've got options, haven't they? They yeah. don't need to. Yeah. They don't, he doesn't need to play in every game. And if if, this, if he needs a bit of time to get over this injury, yeah. they don't it's need the, to rush him. It's do it's they? that funny thing is that like you have these. Um, People go, oh, where's he going to play? Where's he going to play? But then you have, oh, so Mane gets injured last season. There's yeah, no one yeah. to come in. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. true. It's the strength of squads compared against but, the worry of yeah, fitting yeah. them up or keeping them happy, isn't it? Christian yeah. Walsh wrote a piece last week, didn't he, about um, Canim and Coutinho playing the same midfield. And I do. I think they can, but in certain games. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it might be the bigger the better, the bigger the better for those two yeah. in there because I just think you want you want teams. To be sort of wary of Liverpool's midfield, and I think the less wary of of a midfield of Chan Henderson, yeah, they're more of a whole midfield now, players yeah. who can make a difference yeah. on the ball. Yeah. All right, boys. Yet again, another good podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, uh, folks. Uh, get in touch if you if you want to uh, give us any kind of positive advice. Positive. <laughs> I got yeah. one one fella did a week sent about 15, 15 tweets back to back. I thought, damn, you've got a point to make. Haven't you? I thought <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was tickets yeah, at the end yeah. of it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, get in touch with us if you want to. Uh, you what's your what's your Twitter handle? Neil Jones Echo. Joe River 88. There you go. And it's Fitzy Fella. Uh, Fitzy Fella. That's it. Fitzy Fella. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fitzy Fella. I'm going to give someone else just in case the tickets. <laughs> uh, um, fingers crossed for tonight. A great result. And Saturday as well. Two massive, massive games for the Reds. And uh, we'll see you all again for another episode of uh, Poetry in Motion. See you again, guys and girls. <laughs>